This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to Girls on Porn. I'm Laura. And I'm Rachel. And we love porn. This is our porn review podcast. We talk about what we love and roast what we hate. Helping you find hot, ethical, just plain better porn for your spank bank. And we're looking at everything. This week's search term is vintage. Vintage. I'm very excited for the search term. It's a lot to cover. There's so much history here. I mean, we're covering an entire like 20 year span. I mean, there's centuries of what could be arguably called porn. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) But we're going to basically boil down like a couple decades in two porns, which is ambitious, but... Listen, we're going to do the search term multiple times, I'm sure. Vintage usually generally refers to the golden age of porn, which was a 15-year period from uh, around 1969 to 1984. It began with the release of the 1969 film Blue Movie, which was an Andy Warhol film. Mm. Fun fact, um, my New Year's Eve included uh, Laura talking... um, Arguing, really. Yeah, go ahead. How do you want to describe (laughs) this moment? Arguing, really, about whether or not Andy Warhol was just laughing at us all. Yeah, it was really um, a high point for me. (laughs) It was a low point for me. (laughs) Just a great life moment. Then on New Year's Eve, I was like, I know what'll be fun. I'm going to get drunk (laughs) and pick on this person I just met and say, fuck Andy Warhol. Art guy. Prove me wrong. (laughs) Don't at me. So anyways... Started with him, but I, so I do want to. I'll say that this gives me uh, extra respect for Andy Warhol. You like him a little bit more now, yeah. I my whole thing about him. <laughs> oh, here we fucking go, you it's guys. It's just that he was cognizant of like the art world and fucking it, and that I don't need to see his like screen prints on the wall. But I do think he was brilliant. But that sure. he was like a master manipulator, almost as much as anything. That's all I'll say about Andy Warhol. All Back right. to porn. <laughs> Back to porn. <laughs> so, Golden Age of Porn included um, such like wide release films such as Deep Throat in 1972, uh, Behind the Green Door, and The Devil and Miss Jones, and the opening of Misty Beethoven. Mona by Bill Osco, oh, released awesome. in 1970, was also a big one at the onset of this era. Yes. And the biggest thing was that these were adult erotic films that had explicit sex and they had a wide theatrical release. Um, so if you guys watch the show Deuce on HBO, I'm sure you know all about this. Yeah. Um, but in case you don't, now you do. I grabbed way too much research. Oh boy. About vintage porn. We don't have to go into all of it, but I did nerd out a bunch. I don't know why I find erotica through history very fascinating, but I do. It is. Because I think it's always a conversation about agency and about subcultures and about deviance. 
And and it's also like, look at how natural this is. It's been around for ages. Yeah, exactly. Like there's more seeds of porn further back than mm-hmm. we would think. Um, I also, specific to the golden age of porn, found the research around the Supreme Court's 1973 Miller versus California decision, mm. redefined obscenity from utterly without socially redeeming value to lax serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value. So from my understanding, what happened after that is that porns had to have stories. Interesting. That was the part that I was like, you're the problem, Miller versus California, because- <laughs> You had to add a storyline. There had to be this, they were like, this artistic was when like feature length porn reigned mm-hmm. king. There was a lot shot on film. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize like the reason porn became, had these like themes and scenes and like action that just is there to drive sex that is often like badly constructed was to get around this obscenity law. Yeah. Super um, interesting. That changed later. I have some fun facts about people that search for vintage. Into it. Um, so this is super unsurprising, but basically uh, people over the age of 55 are 50% more likely to view vintage porn and people under the age of 35 are 50% less likely to watch it. Uh, also, it's way more popular with men. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. and uh, I don't know why that surprises me. Yeah, specifically uh, the 80s are the most popular decade. Um, 90s are the second most popular, but they only have like half of the volume of the 80s. And the 70s came in third. Hmm. So it looks like just a bunch of old men searching for this to- term to try and... <laughs> Relive in their glory yeah, days. Yeah, just, you know, get a little sense of nostalgia. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. Um, one of the biggest porn stars from the 70s and 80s that's still active today, <gasps> Nina Hartley. Nina Hartley? Yeah. Tell me about Nina Hartley. So she recently partnered with Pornhub and has like an educational campaign to kind of help seniors learn more about safe sex. Oh. Um, but she has won a bunch of feminist porn awards because she's got like Nina Hartley's Guide to Pegging, things like that. And she's been around um, from the 70s, which is kind of crazy. And she's still in the porn industry. Which is nuts because that's hard to do as a woman. That is hard to do as a woman. Usually, your porn career is pretty short as a woman. You're either she's Maggie Smith. Yeah, yes, (laughs) she is the the porn industry. Maggie Smith. (laughs) But actually, for men, I mean, men can stay in the porn industry for years and years and years because then once they get older, it's like superstar, porn star, Ron Jeremy fucks hot young teen. Do you have stats around that? That like men have a longer trajectory. Uh, in their porn careers, I really wish you hadn't I'm asked challenging me that. You on your <laughs> you assumptions here. That. <laughs> um, I don't have them written down, but it was definitely something that I've read. I mean, so. I certainly okay. That's good to know. I'm, I'm, I know it's very much true in Hollywood, and I'm curious if it's true in yeah. the Valley. It is <laughs> specifically as well in a lot of it interviews. Makes sense to me. I'm just, uh, yeah. it's good to know you read it somewhere. Yeah. I read it in multiple places, but I just didn't cite my resources, and I apologize now to my 11th grade English teacher. Um, for failing her. <laughs> uh, do you want to call her out by name? Or no, I won't. I won't do that to her. Oh, the the um, so the countries that are most often searching for vintage porn are mm-hmm. pri- primarily in Europe, which is mm. kind of cool. I thought that was interesting. And the states that um, search for it are like Maine, Vermont, and New Hampshire, and Montana, West Virginia, Iowa, Minnesota, North Dakota, Alaska. So states I never go to, you know. Yeah. Um, least popular in the District of Columbia. Least popular in yeah. D.C. Yeah. 
Interesting. We want our porn current. <laughs> Can I say one more thing about the golden age of porn? Yes, give it to me. I was curious why it ended. Mm. You know, like it's always interesting to see something in its heyday and then it just goes away mm-hmm. on my birth year. And that doesn't seem right. <laughs> <laughs> you destroyed the golden age of porn. <laughs> I I single-handedly. <laughs> so it was partially um, the increasing availability of video cassette recorders oh. for private viewing in the 80s supplanted film as the preferred distribution medium, which makes a lot of sense. Like yeah. video came around. Also, I mean, this Miller versus California thing sort of made it harder to make porn. So, you know, that was, I think that was like the beginning, that was sort of yeah. like the first What's that expression? Not the nail in the coffin. Yeah. Not the str- well, it was the first one. It's not the last one. It was like, this is going to this is gonna fuck with this industry in a certain way and then chip away at chip, chip away at it otherwise. We'll put the, we'll say first nail in the coffin. I'm going to posit another reason why the golden age of porn probably fell apart in the 80s. Okay, give it. Yep. AIDS. Oh. I would think that the AIDS epidemic yeah. uh, was involved in that. Yeah. I don't have data on that but part of the reason i think that is this porn we're going to review in a moment Mm. the blonde next door starring lisa delieu i looked her up yeah uh my first impulse being like this is definitely julianne moore (laughs) (laughs) like this is definitely a real like this is the real porn actress yeah that pt anderson must have based julianne moore on and uh, Boogie Nights. I found no evidence of that, but I did find out that it's <laughs> like unknown take. whether she's alive. Oh. There was rumor that she died uh, of like AIDS-related, HIV-related oh. uh, complications, and then years later, it was no, no, she's alive, and then it was no, no, she's dead, because the identities of these performers were like the actual identities were so closely guarded at that time that we know her as Lisa Del Yu, but <laughs> um, we don't know her real identity, so it's hard yeah. to track down. And this is pre-internet, as we'll recall. Right. So anyway, I thought that was sort of fascinating. Yeah. That, of course, because this is a deviant and uh, marginalized community at that time, that it would be um, contending with the challenges that HIV presented. Huh. That, that might have... Uh, help dismantle things. Okay, okay, I'll go with you. Unfortunately, I'll go with you there. Also, my birth. Yeah, importantly, were the second coming of um, <laughs> I don't know the age of the golden age of porn. You've yet to fulfill <laughs> your prophecy. So she would be born Here I come. on the year <laughs> 1984. Well, how old was Jesus when he died? Because I'm already older than that. Oh, so I'm just doing a thing where I'm doing like a midlife. Yeah. Uh, You'll start a new prophet one. Move. I believe in you. Do you I have, have to say terms for us to learn. I do have some terms, but first of all, I just want to tell you a little insight as to why vintage porn is still around and people still watch it. Oh, according to this Ask Men article, men prefer vintage because of like natural breasts, pubic hair, real looking women. Uh, but then you also have the downside of like bad lighting, dubbed moaning, terrible dialogue, and the action um, was. You know, it was a bit more softcore back then, so it was like less anal, less kink. Yeah. So wait, I'm confused. Those are just pros and cons that this article lays out, or those yeah. are all reasons men like it. Like men love bad lighting. Uh, sorry, no, sorry, <laughs> I I confused you there, and I apologize. The upsides were 
that there were natural breasts, pubic hair, real looking woman. Downsides, bad lighting, dead moaning, terrible dialogue. Yeah. General statement. Action was a bit more softcore, less uh-huh. anal, less kink. Got it. So. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Which is really interesting because like all of the alternative indie porn that's out right now, I feel like maybe these people would like if that's what they're looking for. Yeah. You know, natural breasts, pubic hair, real looking woman. Absolutely. Probably have some better dialogue though. Production value. Mm-hmm. Those things. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a storyline, but sometimes a storyline. <laughs> you know, we got something for everyone. Yeah. Um, I do have a term for you. I'm ready. You ready? I've actually got two terms. Ah, oh, I'm a rich woman. <laughs> <laughs> so first term, porno chic. Ooh, I found this one also. I would say that we're pretty porno chic. That, would you concur? Is true. Yeah. Porno chic. It refers to an influential five-page article that came out in the New York Times Magazine in 1973, which described the phenomenon of porn being publicly discussed by celebrities and taken seriously by critics. So uh, this is right at the onset of the golden age of porn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was basically like porn being accepted in in the mainstream eye, in the public eye. Porno chic. Fascinating. Did you say, do you have a second term? Yeah, I do. Plural terms? I have two terms. Lay the second one on me. Okay, you ready for it? Porn groove. Porn groove. Uh Uh-huh, which is the... It's the music soundtrack to typical pornographic films. Frequently used is the electric guitar with the wah-wah pedal. (laughs) It's the most common instrument associated with porn groove. Uh, Also, uh, minimalistic-sounding drums with a a rim-shot sound being commonly associated with porn groove also. So, wah-wah pedal and a rim-shot. We're going to have to start doing full bibliographies on these, I know, I know. <laughs> on these episodes. Somebody's going to get mad. I know. Uh, in the meantime, should I do our homepage hoedown? Let's fucking do it. The vintage search term brought up the following titles. I can't wait. This is an interesting one for okay. hoedown. This is an interesting. Let me, not, let me not blow the load before I read them. Here we go. <laughs> Can someone tell, <laughs> can someone please tell me name of video and girl in short hair name? <laughs> this guy sounds desperate. So he has to find her. They're he's, been up, he's been up for hours. Yeah. Trying to figure out who this woman is. My assumption here was that this guy, so it's, it is, looks like a vintage porn, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, maybe like early nineties. And this guy's like uploaded a video that he somehow has. <laughs> That he pirated or just found, that he just found in his house <laughs> and needs to find out who this woman is. Yeah. I'm concerned for both of them. I know. Do you think that he's destined to be with her or he's just like, God, this has been keeping me up at night. I know her name, but I just can't figure it out. I think he thinks he's got to know who she is. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a hardcore fandom of some kind. But yeah. I don't know. Or he's like, this woman is my daughter. <laughs> Or I guess it would be and mother. And I don't know her name. <laughs> I guess it would be mother in this case. <laughs> or grandmother. His mom's in a porn. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like, I think I this woman. find her. I think this woman is my mom. She looks exactly like me. Or this one picture that I have that I've been carrying around in my shirt pocket since I was 11. <laughs> See, now we're writing a great movie. I know we are. I can't help Thanks, that. Thanks, guy. <laughs> Inspiration just flows out of me. Next one. Mom and son 
dot com. That, oh, dot com in all caps. Dot com in the title. This is not a website. It's the title of the porn is momandson.com. <laughs> I don't it. know if it's vintage, honestly. I'm going to say no because but it came up in the search. So you tell me, Pornhub.com. Yeah. Would, you know, I have a lot of suggest. questions. Yeah. No answers. answers. Okay. All right. We won't even get into it. We're going to let that keep you up tonight, but okay. we're, we're going to let it go for the moment. Maybe it has to do with the guy in the first one who's looking for his mom. <laughs> guy, I have I built a website for you. Yeah. Mom, this is the most mom elaborate. And, son. <laughs> and he's just connections ever to it's, just find his mother. It's just two guys trying to help each other out. <laughs> Our movie turned into a buddy comedy. Yeah. Okay, next one. Hand job cum shot compilation with an arc. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's nice that they've included some structure in there. I also have old school spunk compilation. Oh, which is a tasty title. Is it tasty? <laughs> yeah, I've got a taste in my mouth. Ooh. <laughs> I appreciate that compilations were a thing. Yeah, long ago. Were they, or were, did someone just go through hours and hours? You know, putting things into You're the internet. Absolutely right. <laughs> things into the internet from film what do you think the internet is i don't know a sex act it's like a slot and you put things you know in. when they enter the internet when they yeah. penetrate it <laughs> it's like a slot where you return your blockbuster uh vhs and mm-hmm. it goes into the internet it all sounds very sexual yeah beauty and the beast parody that's vintage huh yes interesting and i weirdly think i knew about this <laughs> before i looked again what year uh, I didn't look up the year. I can maybe grab it. Because I guess like technically anything. I it looked, what the f- it year looked span very is. 80s based okay, on the hair. Okay, all right. Okay, cool. I mean, I wasn't like, this is just a parody that yeah. found its way into the vintage section. This did look vintage. Because I wonder if like things that like we masturbated to when we were younger are now considered vintage. Oh, I thought you were going to say you masturbated to Beauty and the Beast. Oh, no. And I was going to be yeah, like. Yeah, the Disney version. Who did it? Remember when he turned into a prince at the end? Hot. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm turned on by plenty of Disney princes, but I wasn't masturbating at the time that I was watching those movies. Oh, And sure. I wasn't going back to those movies once I started masturbating. So I just I was curious about the timeline there. I had weird things happening in my crotch when I first saw Aladdin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. John Cusack uh, as... Dimitri in Anastasia. Oh, okay. A little wet thinking about it right now. Oh. Uh, Prince Eric. Prince Eric always. A classic. He's a hottie. I used to make my um, Esmeralda uh, Barbie and my Aladdin Barbie fuck when I was younger. Yeah. So. I made some Barbies fuck. Don't I mean, they didn't because I didn't know what fucking was. I just put them on top of each other and then put them alone under the bed and be like, well, you better do it now. (laughs) I won't look, but... I'm going to think about it. Okay. Tall girl versus short guy height comparison. What do we think is vintage about this? Nothing. (laughs) I just had to share that I found this. I mean, it it looks maybe like 2001, which I don't think we consider vintage or maybe we do. But it's also not porn. Yeah. I watched it. I was too curious. Yeah. It's literally like a very, very short man. Like a very petite man and a very, very, very tall woman. Are they naked? Nope. They're oh. wearing clothes. They're the whole trajectory of this video is that she takes something from him and then like teases him and he tries to get it back. 
It just feels they mean. Just play a game. Yes. Oh, like she's like holding she's it above so his head. That, yes. <laughs> but it's, she's so far above his head that it's not even fun to yeah. watch. He can't even, there's no way in hell he'll yeah. get to it. Yeah. Huh. Uh, someone next? does, someone masturbates to that, I'm sure. I don't think anyone does. Okay. Well, I mean, someone wants to. And okay, even the person, that person who does prove us wrong. Even that person is like, mm, do better. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not. Okay, we don't have to review this okay. whole porn. All right, sorry. Dad fucked daughter on her weeding day. Weeding. So we've got some incest. We've got some typos. All and the, it's vintage. The great makings of a classic Pornhub porn. Uh-huh. Last one. The pig keeper's daughter. <laughs> 1972. <laughs> the pig keeper's daughter. Daughter. Huh. I don't even know what joke to make about that. Just I classic, don't even know. I don't know. Your classic vintage. You know what we're into in the 70s. Like when did Animal Farm What's a come What's out? a pig keeper? <laughs> a farmer? Just a farmer. A pig farmer? Yeah. Pig keeper? But it's interesting that they use a the term farmer. Pig keeper. He's the keeper of the pigs. Yeah. It did make me really want to watch it. I was very yeah. curious. Yeah. Like I in my head he's like a He's like a creepy old villain man, and he keeps the pigs, and you have to f fight him to get to the pigs. We're really going down this this know, road. Sorry. Huh? Yeah. You know what I think? But his daughter's like locked in a tower, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Do you want to take a break before we review some porns? Sure. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> Let's take a break. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Comfortable. 
I just want to commend you on your pig keeper's daughter joke. I feel like both of us <laughs> found ourselves at a loss for a joke. And you were like, <laughs> I tried. I volunteer as a tribute. <laughs> I did. And I am making a joke happen. And I'm proud of you. Thank you and so I much. I support you. Thanks. Should we talk about porn? Yeah, let's talk about some like, porn. Should we talk, crazy idea. Should we talk about porn? Let's do it. Uh, so the first one we want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Is Private. called. You, you go. Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Private Pleasures from Fatal Media. Yes. The year 1985. Mm. Good year. A very good year. So still in the golden the age of porn. The year after my birth. Oh, no, sorry. Not the golden age of porn. So a year afterwards. Technically, yeah. yeah. Technically, this is just after. Yeah. What but brave still, filmmakers. Still vintage. Starring Terry. Yes. Mariko. Uh-huh. And Carriage. Yeah. I think that's how that's pronounced. There you go. Yeah. So this I found on a, a feminist platform, platform called uh, PinkLabel.tv, mm-hmm. um, and Fatal Media was uh, known, you know, even back then for being feminist and ethical, um, for producing quality videos that are explicit, authentic, and sexy, and geared to lesbians and other sexually adventurous souls. Um, yeah, pretty pretty cool <laughs> little porn, I have to say. Yeah, feels a lot like a avant-garde music video the whole thing felt like an art house film yes there's it's like there's plot but basically the basic premise is like yeah give us a brief synopsis a lesbian couple well first this asian woman comes home this is mariko (laughs) yes um i had to be like plus for asian inclusion yeah for sure uh so she mariko comes home home i don't know where anybody is yeah let me rewind she arrives somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that she's coming home. Yeah. Uh, and then she like fantasizes. She strips down. And I think she, she touches turns, herself. She turns her TV on. Is that what? Yeah. I think yeah. that's the, the thought here is that that's she turns the, the TV on and she's watching this other couple yes. who happened to be in a penthouse. Mm-hmm. And this uh, lesbian couple, there's like a, it's kind of like a classic like butch femme dynamic, uh-huh. and they're like getting down in their penthouse, and Mariko's getting off by watching them. Yeah, it's intercut. It's yes. like back to Mariko masturbating. Uh huh. Back to couple fucking. Yeah, and that's pretty much the premise. Yeah, I have to say the whole thing felt like everyone was an extra in the movie Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The hair certainly felt the that hair. Way. The outfits. Yeah. There was a lot of silver. Mm-hmm. You know? It was very... I mean, this is maybe... Who knows how the quality of the film was maintained or not. Mm-hmm. But it felt very, like, moody and, like, darkly lit. And you couldn't quite see everything well. Everything was kind of, like, in a prism of uh-huh. color. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the music was insane. It was nuts. <laughs> so you told me this is the part you're going to watch. And then you proceeded to watch it. Yeah. And I swear to God, my experience is that you watched hours <laughs> of the same like Twilight Zone riff on loop. It was like 80s synth techno yes. dream pop. Yes. There's no other way. And I mean, that's I don't even, even sort know. sort of generous because there's no lyrics. It's just no. like this very sustained synth stuff. Yeah. Uh, There's also no dialogue. Yeah, no dialogue. It's All just this visuals. original music. <laughs> visuals and this very edgy, synthy, crazy jam band of one. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one guy. It was nuts. Yeah. 
Um, So some things that I really liked. Go for it. I have to say I loved the style and the music. You love the did. music. I fucking, I was like, this is awesome. I was so here for the music initially. Yeah. I think it almost ruined my experience just hearing the music isolated without yeah. the visuals on repeat. Because I was like, this is so weird. It just was so stylized. Yeah. And I appreciated it. I loved know? the whole thing. It was really stylized. Yeah. I like, really liked it. It was such a weird It watch. was so absurd. The weird like title cards and like 8-bit typography on yeah. like the, on the yeah, title cards. I mean, it honestly when I initially watched it, it felt like almost a parody of itself. To yes. say that, like it felt like someone made a movie that they wanted to look like it was made in, in 85. Exactly. Like it, it was pretty over the top. Yeah, it was, and I was like, they're so really doing it. Like the VCR typography, the like obscured visuals. Mm-hmm. And then the like, and the hair that is a, a mile high and very punk. The for that era. Duran. Yeah. Yeah, the Duran Duran hair. Um some things that I also really liked about it, there was the use of a toy. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. They also had like a a little moment of like uh of some light canapes. <laughs> they had a little some snacks with some whipped cream. And I swear to God, if you see whipped cream in a fucking porn, it's going on someone's body. Yeah. You know it. You know it is. Yeah. And um they dipped the toy in whipped cream, mm-hmm. which I was like, "Oh, Nice Interesting touch. move. Yeah. Nice touch. I'll also say the sex just looked really believable. It, yes. To 100%. Me. Um, the, who would that be? Was Carriage the blonde. seducer? Oh, Carriage the blonde. Terry is the seducer. Seductor. Yes. I think is how they referred to that character. Uh, yeah. Like really confident hands. Like I was like, mm-hmm. this is a, this is a lesbian who has fucked a lot of people. For sure. Like I was here for it. Like there was confidence there. There was believability. Yeah. Um, there was fisting. There was fucking fisting. There was fisting. Surprise. I was. I was surprised. I also was surprised. I don't, I don't seek out fisting porn. Me neither. So I was like, huh. But you know what? I didn't hate it. You didn't hate it. (laughs) I didn't hate it. This wasn't your first fisting porn, was it? No. Okay. But it's not something that I search for. Right. But like, it's also, but it's also something that I'm not, not turned on by. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? So you were here for it. I was there for it. I was like, I mean, just because the idea, like watching her like whole body react to that. Yeah. And like, I'm really into like a mix of pleasure pain. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. When it's like obvious pleasure, but like pushing to an edge yes, in a certain way. Exactly. Yeah. I can't say the fifth thing. I feel like I'm the prude one. <laughs> Why you're you gotta do that? One and I'm the prude one. Why you gotta do that? Don't talk about my friend like that. <laughs> Thanks. But I, yeah, I, did, uh, I was there for it. I was there yeah. to learn and to mm-hmm. be open to it. Yeah. And I wasn't turned on by it because I think that's more penetration. Like I imagined it for myself and I was like, I don't think I'd be into that. Mm. I wasn't like repulsed by it. I just was like, eh, yeah, not for me. But it, it felt, it felt accurate and it yeah. was it was really compelling in this context and she came oh yeah she came that was such an orgasm here's how i feel like i know (laughs) (laughs) because she got close yeah and then they like zoomed in on her face yeah and she didn't come right Right. away like camera was like like, oh here it is yeah and then they like kept fucking for longer and you saw her like really focus in on Terry. Yes. Which is such a 
perfect like 85 lesbian name yeah hey i'm terry and i'm here to fix you (laughs) (laughs) that is said with pure love and admiration for terry because she really killed it in this film um but it's like it went on for longer and then it was like oh this is really really it yeah she has like a full Full body body seizing yeah it was nuts yeah and the activity is commensurate with the reaction yeah yeah there was um how do you feel about well you you finish your sentence i was just gonna say at one point she like the uh carriage like flipped around while she was being fisted yeah and i was like that just reminds me just of like a pig on a spit that was crazy (laughs) the mechanics of that like she 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 flipped flipped her leg over like with her and then just was on all fours yeah while fisting her behind throughout Yeah. yeah it was nuts talent this full is, rotation this is an experienced lover yeah this is a professional lover i suppose yeah. officially and then she flips around again yeah how do you feel about mariko's side of the action her solo i didn't need mariko to there the scene. you didn't need mariko i there? have to say i actually was kind of into it really yeah i mean i that's a not uncommon mm. dynamic the like sort of voyeur oh i i'm super into like Aspect. voyeur porn but i thought the setup was a little strange that it was like you're are you watching are you mm-hmm. somewhere else like where is everybody yeah and that marigo didn't seem to be like watching anything specific, In specific. yeah her eyes were kind of closed i think if it had been more like obvious that she was watching them like if she was like focused on yeah like a camera or like where the that would have told screen. a different story than what it is it's yeah kind of just she comes home and masturbates and that also happens right um but i sh- i thought she was hot and i thought yeah. it, i kind of enjoyed the weirdness of her like yeah tripping on her fur coat yeah what was that it was a very fuck that dress moment was it like is that was it a fur satin lined like blanket or was it a coat i thought maybe it was a coat i she don't was know. like this is here yeah i'm gonna rub my pussy on this it's just an interesting choice i mean it didn't turn me on <laughs> based on the object no. she chose and generally like watching tripping isn't necessarily my thing yeah but she had like a sweet ass there was <laughs> There's she had a sweet ass. ass. What can I say? Yeah. There she's were some great details in the way that she like, she like flipped over at one point and was like getting more into the tribbing. And then like, yeah, there was just a detail in like how she was humping and the way her like ass flexed. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like the motion of her body was really compelling for a time for me. Yeah. And I, I thought that was interesting because that's, yeah. you don't see a lot of that anymore. Like that sort of felt like that art house thing that this porn seemed to be going for and i was like yeah right here for it like there's a tiny physical detail here that i'm drawn into yeah that isn't like vaginal anatomy Mm -hmm. and isn't like penetration it's like someone pleasuring themselves and you see their body like working for that yeah like i thought that was grinding around that was interesting yeah very believable orgasms yeah uh other super hot moments or cons for you um i just there was a one moment when like terry was going down on her she was just like rubbing her face yeah in this in carriage's pussy and i was like that that looks great yeah that looks like it feels amazing yeah you know yeah i love someone who just like unashamed like just like shoves their mouth and nose you know you know like Get in there. Yeah. And isn't like, because I feel like so many times when you watch like a, like a, a lesbian scene, like the girls are just kind of like, it's just like kind of tongue. Yeah. You know? 
but yeah, I wanted it kind of like delicate, delicate, like, but like the, she was like in there, but yeah. she was like, yeah, she was here for it. Yeah. Which I like. Which is hot. Yeah. yeah. That's how I, I like to see my pussy looking. Can I point out my one favorite detail? <laughs> yeah. What is that? I watched the credits because I, <laughs> I did too. I committed the penthouse set designer. <laughs> yeah. Jazz. <laughs> That's just the name. That's that person's name. But I like to think that. The entire movement designed that penthouse. <laughs> Just jazz. Because it might have. There's a lot of style in that penthouse. A lot of improv. Yeah, a lot of improv. Some freeform mm-hmm. technique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we're nerds. Oh, my gosh. I also watched the credits um, because I wanted to know who did the music. <laughs> <laughs> And then I Googled this person. I couldn't find anything more. But her name is Mary Kelly. Um, I also wanted to figure out who the director was. Yeah. And it said it was either O.Wow or D.Wow, capital D.Wow. But I couldn't tell because it was in like an 8-bit yeah. type. <laughs> so it's either O.Wow or D.Wow. It's a VCR font. Yeah. I couldn't tell. It's like, how do they even, I guess that's just how know. that worked then. Yeah. Female camera. Yeah. I noticed. Yeah, it was a heavily female crew. Mm-hmm. Look at them. Very paving cool. the way. Any other stands out standout things about this one? I guess I like fisting. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Yeah. Should we talk about the next one? Yeah, really quick. Just a reminder: you can go to our website and find the links to uh, the feminist ethical porn. Yeah, you can watch that very porn. Yeah. On well via our website. Yeah, and then on PinkLabel.tv. You do have to pay some things, but. It's worth it. Honestly, <laughs> this one might be worth it just because it is it's, an experience with it's film. Fucking worth it. All right, the next one we're reviewing is, is called "The Blonde Next Door." Yes, it's a clip from "The Blonde Next Door." Thank you, because um, it is a full porn. This is a feature film. Yes, that we we chose a scene from. Mm-hmm. It's from 1982 because I wanted. You know what? I'm going to say it. I wanted to get a scene with Ron Jeremy. I wanted to watch. I one. think that was a really strong move, Rachel, yeah. and I appreciate you. Thank you. This is also like Ron Jeremy's heyday. Yeah. I picture Ron Jeremy closer to now. No, but Heavier back then. Uncle vibes. Yeah. Weird. Not something I'm Hair into. balding pattern. And I got it more. I yeah. was like, oh, this guy could be in Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this was uh, directed by Joe Sherman, written by Ed DeLong. There was actually a writer, which is cool. Um, and a brief synopsis of this film uh, when Barry Horn seduces frustrated married Cindy, her feminine ejaculations pheromones make Barry's buxom and usually uns- unresponsive secretary want him in every way. Once sold as a cologne, even a sister cannot resist her brother. Which is a giveaway <laughs> to what's going to happen. That I wish, I mean, I'm glad I didn't have when yeah. I watched it. Uh, <laughs> because... The- <laughs> Should I just do the dialogue? Well, let's save it. Oh, we're saving the dialogue? I was going to do the oh. intro to the porn so that we understand oh, okay. how the like female pheromone thing works. Okay, in. yeah. Okay, fine. So Lisa Del Yu, who we should, we said it earlier, but reiterate, is starring opposite Ron, Ron Jeremy, Jeremy, walks into an office and is like, yeah, what do you want? <laughs> in her best Hepburn. First of all, this looks like an early makeup test for Miss Flanagan for Annie. <laughs> she's a redhead what's happening she's giving us woman who runs orphanage slash she's doing this office she's doing the classic move that every secretary does when they walk into their boss's office is she's filing her fingernails (laughs) 
Yeah. Immediately we know she don't give a fuck. She made a choice, Rachel. (laughs) She made a strong choice. Yeah. And I applaud her for it. And then his response is, I want you to sit on my face so I can guess your weight. I want to play carnival. And then, (laughs) yes, thank you. I want to play carnival. And then a little bit more dialogue ensues where she's like, where's that article I left you? And then she like picks it up and puts it on his desk and gets close to him and then instantly says, God, what are you wearing? (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm going to violate my principles. And he says, no, I'm going to violate your principles. I'm just using her voice now yeah. for him, but you get it. Everybody's but sort of razzmatazz. Everyone's kind of doing a it's style It's almost here. Girl Friday, but yeah. it's it's <laughs> it's also got a, a twinge of 80s. Yeah. And then they have sex. And he says, well, she's not wearing any underwear. Right. And she lays down on the couch and he says, I always knew you were a real redhead. Uh-huh. <laughs> Important. Get it? Because her pubic hair matches her hair on her head. Yeah. Which is red. She's a redhead. Yes. I will say I appreciate the nature of her bush. Yeah. And, and the existence, the presence of it. Oh, yeah. she's She looks great. In she looks full force. Uh, okay. And then he goes down on her. Mm-hmm. Kudos for going down on her first. Yeah. I feel like... Maybe we have to do a, a a wider data sampling. Yeah. But of the vintage porn I've watched, I feel like there is more cunnilingus and yeah. more female pleasure and more in a lot of it. Yeah. Somewhere along the way, we got lost. And, and that way was Mind Geek. Yeah. <laughs> that way was the aggregates that were like, you know what? We're just going to fuck her in the mouth. Skip to the mouth fucking. Everybody <laughs> likes a good dick f- fucking a mouth. Yeah. Capitalism. Um, <laughs> can I oh, another observation I made that I was like what yeah the music starts <laughs> when they start fucking as soon as they start hooking up the porno groove baby I'm, I'm so used to porn scenes now where it's like you know sometimes in the feminist space of the like high art high production value like yeah. X art world it's like we've got like music and we've got like wind through the curtains in a sunny day and then whatever setup yeah and then once they're like okay we're fucking it's, it's like just the sounds. raw sound yeah and this was like hey blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then it was like i always knew you're a redhead <laughs> and it's so <laughs> the music is such friendly 60s sitcom music it sounds like like call waiting yes or it sounds like a friendly neighborhood show about Mm -hmm. friends like in the 60s it takes place in like a what does it take you know like but it just sounds like like music made specifically to pass the time (laughs) like either in an elevator yeah it's like (laughs) call waiting yeah like it's just vamping it's transitional music like it's meant to be insert interstitial but it's underscoring the entire sex scene you're so very good (laughs) She, she says at one point. She does. Oh, you're so very good. I she, keep, I couldn't help. I'm, <laughs> God, I'm really going to nerd out now. I'm fascinated by linguistics mm. and the question of like how actors sound different mm-hmm. as you go further back in time. Yeah. You know, like movie stars of the 20s and 30s. Oh, yeah. Well, once we get into talkies, but like movie stars of the 30s and 40s and 50s have what sounds to us like an affected speech. Yes. And the question of whether that's like a trained vocal technique versus actually how everyone spoke 
And I think it's actually more so how everyone spoke than many people think. Yeah, the musicality of it. And I kind of love it. Oh, yeah, I miss it. Just because it's such a like, we're classy, see? And we're fucking and I have a real bush and I'm a redhead. Zip zap. (laughs) You're really very good. (laughs) You're really very good. Also, her closing line... uh, He says something like, I knew you'd come around. And then she's like, or does he ask you know, he why goes, she came around? He goes, what made you finally give in to my charm? Yeah. She goes, well, it wasn't your personality, you moron. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved that. Yeah. Because I was like, she still thinks he's a moron. Yeah. And then she's like, it's that cologne you're wearing. And I was like, they really worked hard to motivate the sex the she didn't want to have. Yeah. But then it was that was the feature plot. Yeah. And then we have a brief cutaway of he re- remembers the woman he ate out previously in the morning. He's like, uh-huh. And he was like, oh, my God, I've got an idea. Get He's me like, a standard contract <laughs> and, and meet me outside in five minutes. And then she has the great line. Standard contract hasn't been a standard contract since I started working here. <laughs> Fucking classic genius you can't like i feel like listening to this you can't tell whether we're riffing or whether no. this is the actual dialogue but Literally. let us be clear that we are quoting this film the blonde next door yeah uh i love the vintage decor i loved i that's mean because that's the decor of when it takes place bright blue eyeshadow mm-hmm. and huge hair yes and also, huge natural tits also i feel tits. the need to say it was yes like, oh there's some uh, some titty fucking in pre-surgery this. and yeah it starts with titty fucking it starts with much. titty fucking yeah that out. yeah it was a good good portion of it was titty fucking yeah how do you feel about titty fucking you know i feel fine about it do you i have titty fucked now yeah. that i think about it but more in the vein of like Hey, let's give this a shot. Yeah. Like, I'm not a particularly big boobed woman. Yeah. So it's not anybody's first thought, I don't think. Yeah. Nor do I think most people go to titty fucking. Right. That aren't in porn. Yeah. <laughs> or watching as much I as I feel like it are. was like something I did when I was like 17, when I was like, my boyfriend was like, oh, fuck your tits. You yeah. Know? And you were like, that's great. And I was like, cool. What am, what, am I, what am I getting out of this? Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I will. There's this sort of hilarious logistical yeah. challenge of like, don't poke me in the chin. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Like my boobs aren't that, that was a, big. That was specifically a challenge with Ron Jeremy. He almost like yeah. knobbed her in the chin. Yeah, I mean, she has huge enough boobs there. where I'm like, oh, that that looks like it would feel good. Yeah, you there, know? Was also a, <laughs> there was also a suppleness to them. Yeah. Do you know, like a wobbly. Yes, they were like, to them they were but I was full. like, oh yeah, those things can really like wrap themselves around yeah. a dick. Whereas actually like Pillowy. a fake tit or like a right. less it's ample tit. Harder. You're really struggling to get it around the dick. Yeah. In this case, I was like, I get titty fucking. Yeah, like, me I too. actually thought that was pretty good titty fucking among the titty fucks I have seen. Very true. I would agree. Um, Ron Jeremy's body is not bad. Pretty dope. <laughs> not bad. It's pretty good. That's what it I was like. Are you like a minor player in yeah. Godfather? Like yeah. what's happening? He just has a very like he doesn't Italian look bad. vibe, and I yeah. get it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's it appeals to our you know inner nineteen seventies Italian gals inside of us. Yeah, the, yeah. our Italian heritage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but also like the like you know New Jersey, New York, like leopard print wearing, <laughs> like. Wait, are you saying you have a tiny, stereotypically Italian woman inside you? Oh, you you know this about me. You've seen my gold hoops. That's true. <laughs> I have a different Italian inside me. Oh, sorry. Okay. She's like in the countryside <laughs> in southern Italy. Right. Picking grapes. 
Yeah. Sure. And crushing them with her feet. And Got it. Climbing trees and maybe singing to birds. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't thought it out, but she's there. <laughs> I'll talk to her later and I'll, I'll let you know. She'll make you pasta. <laughs> oh, I had one line that I genuinely couldn't hear what she said. Yeah. But I think she said, oh, it's a gift. Oh. About his dick, maybe? Interesting. Like, this is a gift. It's a gift. It was very muffled. It was quiet. Yeah. But in the vein of other, like, oh, he's so very good. She was like, what a gift. <laughs> Do you think I could pull out saying, what a gift your dick is to someone in real life? <laughs> I can't wait for it, actually. I'm gonna. I'm going to need you to do it You're all ASAP. here to bear witness. I'm doing it. <laughs> this, wait, this is a great line, too. I knew you had an anxious crotch. Why'd you finally give in? That's the line. Anxious that I left out. crotch. Anxious crotch. You're right. Why didn't I write that down? Genius. Put thanks, that, thanks for salvaging that gem. Anytime I'm interviewed, put that under in my Chiron, under my name. Anxious crotch. Yeah, Rachel. <laughs> ang- oh, shit. I said my last name again. <laughs> You really want people to know who you are, Rachel. Sorry. It's fine. You're the hot one. You're courting (laughs) offers. I get it. Anxious, comma, anxious crotch. Um, Did you, we haven't actually said, like, did you find this porn hot overall? I kind of did. I kind of did too. I didn't hate it. Yeah. It seemed like everyone was having a great time. I was pretty far from hating it, actually. I don't think that, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that she has an orgasm. Yeah, but I don't think that happened. You either. know, yeah, that's important. Oh, I... there was a weird thing that happened. Okay, so there was this there was this kind of cool shot where it was like from below. They were, they 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 start to have they start to fuck while they're standing up. Yeah, and he lifts up a leg or she lifts one of her legs up, and they shoot it from below. Oh yeah, and there was a weird editing error. But no, that for me it was like this weird thing that she was doing where she was like reaching back from behind and kind of like an underneath and trying to like kind of get to his balls I think but she was sort of just like lightly like petting his penis <laughs> like it was like a cat and she was like a villain Gentle you know what I mean? like just like a little like slight very tickling stroking of his cock oh that's a totally different detail than I was thinking of that yeah. I thought you were going to talk about oh, there was well. also a weird editing moment oh. when they're fucking standing up and the camera's coming up from below yeah and it cut to their faces yeah and then back it just was an awkward cut and yeah. i was like ah oh, 1982 they were still figuring like, it, it out it was like fucking and they're like in motion and their heads are sort of wobbling around as they're fucking and then it cuts to a tight on their heads and it's like still yeah back to fucking and wobbling and i was like eh, yeah. it's a weird edit but Interesting. Listen, yeah. You don't get a lot of takes in porn at this time, as we learned in True. our research. Film was expensive. They had to do a lot of take a lot of time for camera moves. Mm-hmm. And this is eighty two, so this is like towards the end of the golden age, right? Which also <laughs> explains the elaborate perfume plot. Yeah, they were really <laughs> the pheromone trying. plot that they came up. It had with. to have artistic integrity. Yeah. What was it like? Artistic or literary? Yeah, yeah, I, I can, can remember. I can reread the note, but no. we, don't, we don't need to. You all heard it. Anyways. Earlier. Because you were listening very well, and we thank you for that. You guys are the best. Um, I, I was honestly shocked at how much clit stimulation there was. Yeah. I was like, wow. Good Maybe that's guys. why Ron Jeremy was a star. Yeah. But she does it as well. Yeah, she's touching herself. Yeah. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. Le- Lena, damn it. Lisa. Lisa DeLue. Lisa DeLue. Yeah. Um, 
the only downside that I have aside from her not necessarily coming her not her not coming and like the weird thing that she does to his penis while she's like kind of stroking it um I hate when a man says sweetheart yeah I don't like that I find it condescending yeah yeah he did it in a particular he did it in a particular moment when um she was sucking him off yeah he's like yeah sweetheart take the whole thing interestingly though it that wasn't about him getting his dick he didn't say take the whole thing excuse me he said all the way down yeah and it wasn't about her deep throating it was actually about her licking the outside of his cock to the base yeah and i was like oh interesting so i weirdly forgave it because i was like he's not fucking the back of her throat yeah he's not being like yeah take the whole thing sweetheart i agree i mean i i i hate sweetheart it creeps me out in a porn specifically when a guy says sweetheart that just feels gross yeah there's a lot of stuff that's like male gazy and like infantilizing yeah yeah and weirdly i was i forgave it because a it's vintage yeah and i expected that guy to be like sure sweetheart yeah but the fact that she was like you moron (laughs) she gave it back to him that she hated him that -hmm. i was like yeah this guy's his sweetheart because he's a douchebag he also (laughs) said sit in my face so i can guess your weight yeah which isn't a super progressive thing i know i know yeah i mean i kind of like let go of holding this porn up to like yeah it's true you know, a level, a standard. I you're right, yeah, right. I apply to others, but no, it's a really good por- point. When he said "sweetheart," I was like, "Oh, this is Ron Jeremy, the porn star, not the character, saying like, yeah, mm-hmm. sweetheart." It's kind of how like James Dean will like yeah. whisper to girls or like kind of talk to them, be like, "You do this, and then you do this," and you can kind of tell he's like directing the porn from the inside. Right. It has sort of that feeling, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, is she feeling taken care of though, or are you just telling her what to?" You know, like it has that that vibe to it so i agree i just i was more forgiving of it because of the context in the the porn yeah and knowing that we're going back in time (laughs) so (laughs) so what do you think are either of these going into your spank bank or what i think not officially not officially cool i'm dying sorry something happened to my voice there interesting i found private pleasures very sexy and i was turned on while watching it yeah um, I don't know if it's necessarily to go into my spank bank. Yeah. I would suggest it, though. Yeah. I would I endorse off, it. I would drill off to both of them, frankly. Yeah. If pressed. Yeah. And the blonde next door didn't titillate me as much. I was surprised, for yeah. sure, at how kind of um, progressive it was. I mean, it was definitely yeah. a lot better than what I was the expecting. The stuff that I, I go, like, it didn't sustain the things that I was there for. Yeah. But it had the moments of them and, like, I can see a world where I would jill off to that. But I don't think either of these is officially going in my bank. Fair enough. That's our show. Thanks for listening to Girls on Porn. Please go rate us, I don't know, crazy idea, five stars. Maybe leave a comment. I don't know, is that weird? (laughs) Find us on Instagram at Girls on Porn. That's Girls on Porn without the O. And thanks for listening. Did we tell them to subscribe? Definitely you should subscribe. If we didn't tell you that, let us tell you now. You should subscribe. You should subscribe because we're going to be back every week on Wednesdays. Happy hump day. Thanks again for listening. This has been Girls on Porn, the only GOP that's actually good for women. That was a HeadGum Podcast.